The following recording is a presentation of the Berean Baptist Church of Rohnert Park, California, and of Pastor Val Mark Smith. We are an independent Baptist congregation committed to the accurate presentation of the historical doctrines of the faith. We welcome your visit to our services anytime here in the Rohnert Park area. If you have your Bible, please, can you turn with me the book of Galatians this morning? As you open your Bible, I have a song to sing in Swahili. Please listen and then guess what song is it? It is, okay. Denilango la dambi Yesu amelipa Palemo salabani Nilipe wauzima Deni ya dhambi Musalabani Ele malezikia Neoro kabisa Bwana kwele naona Gubu za kopeke Uondo wa ukoma Niwe kipia kiumbe Deni ya dhambi Mosalabani Hele malizikia Ni oru kabiso I think you can guess. I'll guess. <laughs> okay, thank you again, pastor, church staff, and the saints for allowing me again to come and at least share with you of what the Lord is doing back in Africa. I feel humble to stand before you as I share from the word of God. So if you have the Galatians chapter 1, we are going to read from verse 6 through 9. Galatians, the book of Galatians. Chapter 1, then verse 6. I read by the grace of God. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you in the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. And this is the word of God. Let's thank God. Father, I just want to thank you so much for this privilege that I can stand before your people and Lord share with them from your word. Thank you from what we have just read. What uh, the Apostle Paul had to say to these churches in Galatia because of the happenings that were happening in those churches. Father, thank you. 
for this day that uh, Lord you have just brought us here purpose Lord to listen to your word and now I thank you for this that you have come and uh, even to those who have not had an opportunity to come Lord we still pray that uh, Lord you know how you convey this message to them and for us here Lord be with us and bless us open our inner ears Lord that we may uh, understand to Lord what you have to teach us this morning Father, thanking you so much for loving us before we loved you and said the cross to come and die on cross because of us. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this time. As Lord expound in your word, be with me and use me. It is in Jesus' name I do pray. Amen. This morning I'm speaking about the one true message. The one true message. As you know very well, the book of Galatians was written by the Apostle Paul, one of the prison epistles. And uh, these churches were founded on Paul's missionary journeys. And uh, here we see after he had started this church, founded this church, he told them what they were supposed to be teaching. And uh, when now he's in concentration in Rome, then here, he heard what was just going on in these churches. And now he had this to say to these churches about the one true gospel, which is salvation by grace through faith plus nothing or man's effort. This is what he wanted to bring in the minds of the believers in Galatia. Galatian believers were turning away from the true gospel and other gospels. So the Apostle Paul wanted least to correct the situation and pull these things right. As the case everywhere now in the world, when we hear over the radio, read a magazine, and see what is happening, oh my goodness, this is the kind of the message we need to take to people. We need to go and share with the people that they have to understand we don't have any other gospel apart from the one true gospel that the Lord Jesus Christ has for us. In Kenya, this kind of message we're preaching because there are so many mushrooming uh, false teachers who are just shooting up, teaching other things that are not related to the Bible, neither are godly. For example, there is a church there which was started last day, I think two years ago. This is what they believe. One to be saved, you have to go to that church and then accept to be given three canes. You lie down and they cane you. They have a strong person with good muscles. So you lie down, it gives you one thing. One, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Thereafter, then you are declared that you are saved. The love funny things going out there. And you find this church, this group of people, they have followers. They are following them. And they say this is true. With the ladies, they say if you don't put on a white scarf, then you are not saved. And there are so many people who are following these wrong teachings. And there are so many, just I cannot really have time to name all of them that are happening. But now, why are they doing this? Because these people have not known the true one message that people want to hear from their God. And this is what we are doing. 
struggling at least to make sure that we teach the right thing as we teach these people and we believe as the brothers just sang here that the same group that we're teaching also will be able to take the message to other people who will also give to other people as, uh, as we wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. The problem that believers in Colossians faced is the same problem that we face. So we as believers, people who have known the true gospel, we must do something. And let me tell you, share with you this morning, brothers and sisters, we should not assume that the world has heard the truth. The areas, the places where this true message of the word of God has not even reached their places. So it is up to us, as the dear children of God, to see what we can do, to us to go before the Lord, that the Lord can at least direct us on what to do that we can reach, because it's God's desire that all people should know this truth and come to the full knowledge of knowing Him. This is what our God's desire is. So it is up to us. We should not just sit and think that everything uh, is just all right. Please be praying about this. And if the Lord allows you to do anything that you can do, please go ahead and do. Because people have been completely misled. People have been misled. And these people are still following other people blindly, not knowing uh, what they are doing. Worship of ancestral spirit. Many people in Kenya who call themselves Christian offer sacrifices eh, during funeral time, during circumcision, in the name of just uh, saying maybe want to give an offering unto the Lord. But in the reality, they are worshiping their false God, doing these sacrifices on them. So it is the duty, the responsibility of the believers who knows the truth of the word of God to go around these people and show them what they ought to do. And the only way to do this is just to pray to God to get an opportunity that we can reach these people and share with them the true gospel. I went to the northern part of Uganda. And when I go there, uh, because we had a package of my vehicle so I had to sleep. To sleep there so I could not go back. And uh, the next people who just live in the small shanties, uh, touched houses. I heard him beating his wife. Then I asked the pastor that we went to see, what is the problem in that house that they were fighting? And uh, this pastor told me that is okay. That is according to their culture, it's okay. When, uh, when a man goes for a trip, when he comes back, they believe that when he gets home, the first thing he has to beat his wife. And when his wife cries, then that is now welcoming him back home. That's their kind of culture. So that cry from the lady, that was just a cultural thing. Then I said, it's nothing wrong. I said, no. The following day when I saw this lady, she was more than happy, rejoicing, and doing what? Then what? Beating is not really... Eh? You are hurting somebody. How can you say that when you are hurting somebody, now this good time because now kind of now eh, welcoming you back home after a long trip. Eh? So we have, we have some work to do unto the Lord. And to my surprise, these ladies come to church. Yeah? But they have not heard really the word, the gospel, the true teaching of the word of God, how people ought to live and please one another. Not hurting one another in the name of pleasing one another. So there are a lot of things out there going, and that's what we are devoted and asking God that equally use us 
at least to do what we uh, ought to do. And these people come to know uh, the truth. They are forsaking the true God, gospel. And Jehovah God who called them from the world. And now they are turning unto false gospel and worship of idols which are but nothing. So, because of this, we are now training our people in the truth and sending them out to preach the, the true gospel. That was embarking on. And that is why you see now, the Bible school is now very important. Because if these people go out without the truth, then what can, what can they teach? Nothing. So they have to be acquainted with the truth of the word of God. And thereafter, then when they go out, they'll be able to know what they are supposed to do. Now, let us see what the scripture says to this, uh, what Apostle Paul was saying to these churches. Uh, believers, number one, believers were changing from the true gospel unto false gospel. Let us see verse 6. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. This changing from the plan of God to man's plan. Changing, moving from the truth. So the apostle Paul was marveled when he had a report of what was going on in this church in Galatia. This word marvel, when you come to real sense in Greek, is thaumaso, wonder, desiring to know what was really, because when First Paul, the Apostle Paul was there. He taught them nothing but the truth of the word of God. He showed them the, all the way, all the manner of things that they were supposed to do. But now, shortly thereafter, he hears that these people are now turning from the true teaching that he had given them. So he was surprised, marveled, wondered what was going on. Now desiring to know what was really the cause of these people now quitting the truth that he had, that he had taught these people. And this is brothers and sisters. This is also what we marvel. When we read uh, magazines or we hear uh, over the radio, see over the television, what is happening in the so-called Christian family. Sometimes it's hard. How can a Christian person born again, somebody was done by God, before the foundation of the world was laid, now after knowing this, spending all this time in the word of God, now quitting the truth. Going to another teaching, another things that are contrary to the word of God. Here the apostle Paul wasn't happy. This was really heartbreaking. News, how comes? These people I told them myself. And now they are quitting from the truth. And this is exactly. God wants us to be in his plan and in his will. And he made his will known to, uh, to us through his word. This is what the Lord, this is the place where God wants us to be. To be in his word. And to be in his perfect way. And allow him to do things in and out of our life. 
as it pleases him. We are not here to entertain people, neither to please people, but we want to please God. If every day we can think of things that we can do, that in turn can give glory back to God, that is wonderful. And that's what the Lord expects from us. So you, brothers and sisters, God has blessed you to put you in this country. And that should not be everything now or all. Think of the happenings around the world. The brothers and sisters there who longing, who are longing at least to know this truth. But they have not had time. Because they need somebody to go by them and at least share with them. We know we believe in predestination, the plan of God, knowing things before the foundation of the world. And still these people, they can't realize that by themselves until somebody at least testify to them. Eh? Testify to them that you are loved by God. There are people. Uh, about maybe three months ago, we went to a funeral. And there's an elderly man, I've known him for many years. But when I saw him, I went to him direct and shook uh, his hand and I told him to face that, brother, God loves you so much. Then he started, the tears started running out. Then I said, what is the problem? Have I hurt you? He said, no. He said, nobody has ever come to me and faced me and told me that Jesus loves me. So there are people of the kind who want to hear this word that God loves them. Also, there are people who want to see our lifestyle. When they look at our lifestyle, then they have to thank God and say, this is the kind of the life I want to live. You see, like the tribe which I come from, it is a kind of a taboo to see a man like me go in the kitchen and help my wife wash the dishes or split the firewood or maybe sweep outside. And was a, it's a kind of a double. When now your age mate sees you, uh, they don't talk good or they don't talk good of you. So sometimes they come to my home and they see me picking up all your utensils, go do wash and uh, sweep. And they say, wow comes. Eh? We should not be doing this. I say, no, this is what the Lord wants me to do. Eh? I'm the head of the home. And I can't convert my wife to be like my slave. That's abuse. And that's not the, within the plan of God when he created the people. So they just want her. And later on, they come to me and say, no, that is exactly what I'm going to do. And it becomes a story in the village. And I thank God, not me alone now was helping my wife to do the dishwashing, but everybody around there who have known Christ, they are doing the same. So this is sending out good message to the community that Christians are different people. And that's what we're exactly doing. So especially when we read the word of God, we need to apply it the way it is. And that is good. All over the world, people who claim to be Christians are changing God's plan for marriage to man's plan. Just like Apostle Paul, we ought to marvel that men are forsaking God's plan for men, rejecting the only savior of mankind to believe things which have no value at all.
that's what people are doing now. They want to change. Like recently we had uh, these things uh, when uh, the President uh, Obama was uh, coming to a country. Then we have uh, some demonstration outside there uh, in the city. People demanding for their rights. Then we ask what kind of rights are they demanding. Because they wanted same-sex marriage. Say, my goodness, that is not God's plan. And younger guys, we see them. Uh, they just join others in the street to start their doing. These people slowly, they are quitting God's plan to man's plan. Thinking if they do what it pleases them, that will be glorifying God. So as a Christian, that adds, us, uh, adds on our prayer item another thing that we need to be praying for younger guys. We need to pray for people who have maybe not known the truth that they may come to the full knowledge of knowing the truth of the word of God. Because I know once somebody knows the truth, it's not easy that that person can quit the truth. So Apostle Paul say, I marvel. He was surprised to hear what was happening in the church at Galatia. So let's pray that God's will will continue to be manifested in all places where people gather or where Christians are. And that will be a very good testimony to the world. Preachers have no authority to preach a different gospel, verse 8. But though we are angels from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. So we have no authority, no permission, no power to teach other things apart from the word of God. We should preach the word of God, nothing but the word of God. Not dilute the word of God or neither compromise the word of God in whatever cost or situation. We have to remain to the word of God. I read a book by Bob Jones saying that you have to do right right even if the stars fall from heaven you have to remain doing right right even if people can flee from you you just stand because you knew the truth and once you have known the truth i don't think there is anything that can just get that truth out of you so you have to remain firm in the word of god sometimes church people don't get the truth while the outside people don't see the truth because they don't see the firmness of the word of God from the so-called ecclesia Christian we had a meeting some few weeks ago some few uh, weeks ago with the administrator of the Kitale town and then he was kind of saying these words some of uh, you Christian when you get to heaven you will get me already there then ask him why are you saying so sir then he said I'm saying so because the things that the Christians are doing with me I cannot do although I'm not a believer so sometimes we people they charge eh, do things that people doubt start questioning eh, our walk with the Lord our position in the Lord so we have to remain firm and teach what we are supposed to teach instead of compromising the word of God here the apostle telling now the church even if the angel comes or any other preacher comes that he brings not this gospel that I preach to you let him be accursed so we have only one message and a true message 
And that message is, salvation is by grace through faith, plus nothing. No human effort in it. And this is the message that we need to convey to the people, the community outside there. We have absolutely no authority to preach a contrary message. We have no authority. And sometimes that is why we have a Bible school. And we tell people, when you are not sure with what you are, not, we are going to teach, please don't go and teach. Because if you teach wrong things, then you are misleading God's people and it will be hard to bring these people back to the truth. So it's always good to be sure of what kind of the message, teachings you are taking. And that's why we are involved in so many meetings. So that at least we can help our people in one or the other way to come to the full knowledge of the truth of the word of God. Sometimes you can see in the prayer letters, I'm just asked, please, we are having a conference coming up. Sometimes the people want to come to the conference, but they cannot help themselves. So sometimes we come in, chip in, and make sure that we bring them to the conference. Because we know once they get the truth and they go back, that the kingdom of God is enlarged. And the truth reaches so many people. And that is, I think, what God wants. So we need at least to convey the message. We preach the same message which we received. Verse 9. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that we have received, let him be accursed. So trying to encourage these people that they should not go against the message that he delivered unto them. And this is exactly, my brothers, I don't know about uh, America, but back in Kenya, we see this happening. People are quitting the truth. Younger guys, they don't want anymore to come to church. And uh, they want to do their own things. But we are praying to God that he should at least hold these guys back and keep them. Because we want to see them after we have gone. We need people who can come after us and carry on this message. We have been called to preach the true gospel. The same gospel you preach in the States is the same gospel we preach in Africa. And this is the message that we need to convey or to preach wherever the Lord allows us to go. Please. Let us partner with us that we may reach Africa and the world as all for Christ with a true message. We are on the same team. Your prayers and support has enhanced the spread of the gospel in Africa. You have been awesome people to us and we always thank God for you, for your prayers, for your support to the work in Africa. And uh, as I gave this morning the testimony, you can remember what a big help you are doing to help us that we may convey this message to the people that who have not gotten in. We have areas like uh, now in northern Kenya. We'll show you the pictures later to afternoon. Those people are very good, but it's very hard to reach them. In northern Uganda, 
those people want to hear the word of God. We have the people uh, in the other part of Uganda where they say that uh, if you are saved, then you need to have these wings and fly. So many people are dying because they are told to climb the tree and then they jump and then they fly. And they jump from the tree, they just go straight away down and die. And there's somebody who's doing this and claiming to be the true gospel, which is not the true gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So please, let's pray that God uh, uh, will allow those who have been enlightened with the truth of his word to take this word further to advance them so that God's people may know the truth and the truth will set them free. One true message that salvation is by grace through faith nothing more. God bless you. Pastor, thank you. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Berean Baptist Church of Ronit Park, California. If you would like further information about our church, please feel free to call us at area code 707-584-7275 or write to us at Berean Baptist Church, 6298 Country Club Drive, Ronit Park, California, 94928. Additionally, you may visit us on the World Wide Web at www.bebaptist.org.